It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. Welcome to the Silly Billy episode of Jenkins and Jones. It is Saturday, April 29th, and here is your weekly sports-free, mostly sports-free. It's really sports-free, but it's, it's really mostly sports-free episode of Jenkins and Jones. All Silly Billy content. Uh, for those of you who do not want to hear us only talking about the NBA playoffs, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good. LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubbles? What you got to say? Why you just, why you laugh? You had something to say? No, he put a little extra tongue on the. Oh, okay, okay, there. okay. <laughs> it, it, that was a little. It was a little thick. It, his tongue sounded like it was twice as wide as it normally is. Like <laughs> I thought uh, you were gonna clown me or something. You was late. No, no. no I was, I was waiting for it. Never, <laughs> never. Not I. Not, Not motherfucking Mike. How dare you? Yeah, I'm Cardi B, aka Mike, and uh, motherfucking, the, motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. <laughs> the merchandise is fucking. I just wanted to interrupt. You. Go My check bad. out Go the ahead. volumes website. We do have uh, we do have up our new shirt as well as uh, uh So yeah, we got new moich up there. We just got ours. It shit smells delicious. Very comfortable. You feel me? <laughs> I didn't know Gildon made a non you know heavy boy two hundred percent cotton shirt, but it's that like blend shit and it's soft as fuck. Make I, your I biceps it. look nice. You feel me? You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Um, and another uh, <laughs> reminder, we're live every Sunday and Wednesday night on AM after the playoff game, so you can tap in with us there. Uh, before we get going, we, ha- we have to congratulate our own Jackson Safon, producer of the sports podcast of the year, the Draymond Green Show. 
with the fucking sweep. Shut Congratulations, up. Jackson. Shut up. Welcome to the club. This is finally a full panel Webby winning. <laughs> oh, I forgot you guys won a Webby. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Thank my God. We won that motherfucker until like four years later. <laughs> they tell us we won the Webby. Very Jiggins of Jones of Jiggins and Jones. You feel me? Well, thank but they you. told Jackson. That's how big of a deal yeah, Jackson yeah, is. He yeah, shit sure. won, so. Look, as uh, I am sure there are lots of podcast awards out there i am i'm only caring about the ones that we win and every other podcast award that we don't win i pretend doesn't exist oh, there you go. that's the way to do it but we know as far as i'm for so hey but congrats man you, you know you, you. that that trajectory is trajectorying jackson you know so. what i mean oh, thanks to dfjz baby <laughs> nah, nah. I don't know if we helped you with that one, Bubba. Yeah, yeah, Draymond, man. The, the, the shit, the shit you got with Draymond is special, though. Real special. Shit, y'all special, really doing work special. over here. Big fan. I appreciate y'all. Well, congrats to Jackson as well for being the only person doing a podcast with an NBA guy who's not white. You're the only one in the whole world. So, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, All the other producers and co-hosts we, are white. We picked dudes. around some co-host ideas, and then we we're like, they have to be white, right? And then we we're like. Maybe we, maybe we go no co-host then to sort of avoid that problem. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, our first topic, we, we got into this in the in the group chat. And so I'm curious. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this today. We were talking about what would be the scariest animal Ooh. to encounter in the wild. And what, I, I actually don't remember what story I sent you all that or, or what video that had us talking about that. But someone encountered, or was it the one where the bear was running across the open field at the person or something? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was that one. I think it was, no, I don't think it was that one. It might have been, but, you know, we, we get it. The points, <laughs> the, 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 the point stands, and I think all three of us went in different directions with it. Um, John said being in the water is already uncomfortable, and so that uh, you thought a shark would be number one. A shark. I mean, attack a, a, a shark attacking me. Being that we aren't supposed to be there anyway. I mean, we can't do shit. I mean, I'm not like I can do anything if a tiger attacks me or a jaguar. But just a shark having me in the water, doing whatever the fuck he wants to. You know what I mean? Dragging me wherever. That 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 frightens the hell out of me. That frightens me in pools. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where, where there's where's the, there's no wild animals. I'm in a pool, like you know, where's where 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 they at? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, gee, crazy. Um, I you know, like I think the the what would make you the most afraid factors into it a lot for me. And so like I I could I feel like if I saw a shark fin in the distance, I could start going through the thing in my head of like they don't usually attack people stuff like this like i would still be scared shitless for sure but mm -hmm. i feel like there's more aggressive animals that like enjoy killing things that mm -hmm. would fr like freak me out more which is why i was thinking like a bear or something you just like on a walk in the forest and you see a bear i don't know like technically i could run but i don't even it's one of those things it's like you see on twitter all the time like if you see a blank you should blank all that shit falls right out of your ear hole where you actually see an animal in the in the wild yeah and you know i brought up that <laughs> it's just about to get real gory here i brought up that you oh gotta kinda, lord here we go you you uh, gotta i think in this conversation you have to like consider the methods that animals use to kill right because mike you said that you'd be scared of like a tiger and i'm like bro like a tiger and a lion it's gonna be a quick kill with them because they're efficient as hell like they go they for get your you neck, out of there right right mm -hmm. they go for your neck they bite down on your jugular you, you bleed out you suffocate you're done in like a minute and a half right 
It's going to hurt like a motherfucker, but it ain't, it's going to be quick. Like, I would much rather be taken out by, a, by like, a fucking line than, like, a pack of hyenas. Because hyenas have no method to their kill. They are going to fucking disembowel you and literally eat you alive, right? Or there's the fucking venomous-ass snakes like mambas and cobras and shit. Like, I read that if, if you get enough fucking black mamba venom in you that it'll melt your lungs and you're, like, fucking you know uh suffocate on your fucking blood like like it that will is the, what yeah it would if there's enough mamba venom in you, it would melt your lungs and you'll fucking like drown on your blood so yeah so it's shit like that right that scares me <laughs> way more than a fucking line biting down on my jugular and you know making me bleed out in like 40 seconds when when, when i've i've seen like you know i watch like i, I follow the, the instagram pages that you know of animals going out in wild ways you feel me and like hyenas they go for like when they're fighting lions and stuff when they jump a line they go for the balls they're going they're going for the booty hole like they're they're going for the they're trying to rip their intestines out their anus bro you know what i'm saying they're going for the soft the, the weak spots which is you know what i mean like the balls anus you know what i mean like it's 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 a horrific way of dying you know what i'm saying but so yeah that i that's a that's a hell of a point you know what i mean and i don't want to you know, get bit by a venom mistake be you know what I'm saying paralyzed and still alive while being swallowed. Like I'm cool on that. That's <laughs> very cool on that. But yeah, like I I don't know. You just you just we we can't win in this situation. Like a like a bear, like bear, like you saying like with sharks, they wouldn't attack you. Bears you don't attack either. Like I've seen a true? bear. There's a video where a bear sits beside a fisherman and just posts up and looks at the water. I just saw that. Like oh okay. like a week, yeah you know and bears what? usually they stay away from humans. Like they hear noise and they stay usually. But if they decide to, it's, bro, like, who, that's not, it's not going to be fun. What's you know the what biggest I mean? like, animal that wants to kill people? Is it a hippo? I don't think tigers, I don't think, t well, yeah, I mean, probably, but I don't think tigers will walk by you and it's cool. I don't think a tiger's ever been by a human and shit been sweet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or a lion, any type of cats, you know, like, I, I, that are, I, I in just, the wild. I, I there, up, there are tigers in, in India the wild? that, that, that would, yeah. like, terrorize whole villages, like, like that was like the, the McDonald's for them. They just go to the fucking village and find a villager to eat, bro. Like pull up for the double are not scared of people at double all, quarter, bro. The double quarter pounder, maybe a happy meal. They just want a snack. <laughs> the fucking baby tigers say, "Can we go to Mumbai?" And the fucking mom tiger said, "We I'll got see Mumbai you about, at home." You know, There's this little see, village in the back. <laughs> see you in a week, my guy. You know what I mean? Uh, I looked it up. Right. It was John sent a video of uh, the reason we started having this conversation. John sent an Instagram video of people who are camping. Oh, and yeah, woke up oh, in their tent yeah, to three lions outside. And that's th that's what made me think of it is, I think if that happened to me, I might rather die than like have to deal with the situation and then try and like recover from it and live a normal life. You know what I mean? S scariest thing is those lions let those people live. Like, you know, lions could smell humans in there. They, they knew people were in there, but they were like, they were looking at the tent because it had rain and they were getting water off that shit. So, no, yeah. they said the lions think that it's, a, they think that tents, are, they think lions think tents are rocks. Like those, they they don't know if they know the difference between the a tent. They smell, but ca the cat. I mean, like we they got the kid. He can smell. Yeah, he can smell I'm, shit from across the is, whole. This fucking was this was just what the information they said that they don't. They aren't certain if lions are like when they see tents. I mean, they probably can smell humans. Yeah. But if you think it's a rock, they don't think the humans inside of the rock. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So like they just. But I mean, also I've. Do you remember like uh, the story of the the lions in uh, there was a two lions in uh, Kenya that would run inside of huts and snatch people out of them? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, it's called like it's called like fire and ice or something. Like it was it's a true story though. The people I think China was building a wanted to China wanted to build a 
uh, railroad, and they're actually rebuilding it over like over the last ten years or whatever. But they, this is a while ago when it happened. They wanted to build a railroad uh, to get like the you know to rob them of their natural resources, obviously. But they turned the story into like it being some white dude coming in and saving the village. But it was really to kill these lions because they were really aggressive and they wanted to build a railroad to you know what I'm saying to get the the, the natural resources out of there. You feel me? But yeah, they, they they were really aggressive and they weren't scared of fire and they were going going to people's huts and snatching motherfuckers out and they were killing people that were building the railroads too. Like, yeah. bro, I remember I remember when I went to Kenya, there was a a dude said I, I, I was standing on the railroad and they talked to, told that story and I was like, oh, I've seen that movie, and uh, they said, yeah, well, they're rebuilding that railroad and um, they don't but they don't build at night anymore because it used to be like morning and night. Um, uh, like a like a, a day and night shift, and they said uh one of the dudes that was building got killed. Like they said, the um, what happened was some guy came to warn the dude, hey, uh, they saw lions on the prowl, and lions hunt during dusk, and he was like, okay, um, and in the middle of him saying it, he saw the uh, lions, like the 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 eyes jumped on top of the uh, of a, of one of the like trucks, the other guy jumped in the truck. And the lion went in the truck and pulled the guy out of it, bro. Oh, and so they said, you know, hey, we're, you know, <laughs> I guess they're still kind of aggressive. We're going to uh, <laughs> cut that uh, evening shift out when the lions are on the prowl. You know, it's it's you know, like the crazy. kids' version of that story is like the lions got together and they wrote a song about how right. you should leave their <laughs> hungry, hungry alone. hippo. Let's play <laughs> yeah. with the right. And know, then the real life version of it. <laughs> It is. They were dragging people out of trucks. <laughs> you feel me? Was, when I learned about hippo, hippos and how they were the most, like, uh, you know, uh, how aggressive they were. And even when in Africa, when I was in Africa, like in the water, like we'd see hippos dropping to the water from like a quarter of a mile away to chase us off. You know what I mean? And it was like, bro, you hit see the, you, yeah, I remember, I remember the dude hit the engine. I'm like, why are you going so fast? He said, hippo. I'm like, <laughs> but we played with them as kids you know what i'm saying <laughs> bro i'm in drc we did in real life it ain't sweet because crazy and hippos, and, and, and hippos be being dickheads just because they can like they're herbivores right. they like like we i i've seen videos of them fucking with crocodiles who are like about to kill like a wildebeest like nah bro fuck you you don't eat tonight let that motherfucker go and they'll just like right, bite right. the shit out of the crocodile right when he was about to have a killer shit just to be an asshole just because they can recreationally right. bro they don't even want the meat nigga yeah. <laughs> they just play with you crazy you you think that the world makes sense and that humans have a sort of central place in it when you're growing up, and then you see your first video of a hippo eating a watermelon, and the watermelon just exploding at like the slightest pressure from the fucking hippo's mouth. And it's you're like a like, fucking great to them, basically. Right. Bro, and you're I like, saw cr- this is this world is not for us, bro. <laughs> I just saw a video of a croc. The, this dude was trying to use his car to push a croc away. Like, you know, it's a croc, so it's not in the States. But anyway, like, crocs are big as fuck. He bit, he didn't bite the tire. He bites the bumper, the front bumper, and pulls the entire bumper off. <laughs> like, nigga, that's a car. <laughs> what does he do to a human? Like, when he just decides to, come on, G. All right. Um, new fraud guy drops. Did y'all hear about this? Uh, I, I think I sent y'all uh, this. The um, Arthur Knight, this dude who's <laughs> what happened? The, this dude is on the run and um, he's been hiding out in in uh, in England. He fled America. Hold on, I'm gonna send y'all the story. I thought we talked about this shit though. <laughs> is this is, so? It's not a continuation of old boy. 
uh, 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 Chief's Kingdom or whatever his name. No, was. no, 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 no. This is a dude who um, fled America after uh, a a rape charge. So obviously, you know, fuck him. Terrible yeah, dude forever. Yeah. But there was a video popped up of him. They they tracked him down. He fled to to the UK like I don't know, like ten years ago or something. And they they've tracked him down. I'm sure it was some internet sleuths tracked him down. Oh, and yeah. he's doing this interview with like the BBC or whatever. Like first of all, if you faked your, oh, he faked his own death too before he fled, John. If you okay, faked okay. your own death, like why are you on a nationally televised interview? First of all, but then second of all, John, he's like pretending that he can't walk in like the most childish possible way where he's just like sweating up these little glasses he's wearing and he's wearing a gas mask and he's like trying to do an English accent and it's <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I don't know. What understand. is the purpose of this? Why did he get the, why, why are they interviewing him? Like how did he pretend he was dead and now he's being interviewed? Like, because what is like, the he's like trying to say like, yeah, it's not me. So you should like leave us, you should leave us alone. Oh, that's not by getting on the BBC and doing an <laughs> interview. On, it was actually, I'm sorry, it was actually Dateline. Oh, okay. He's okay. actually on a fucking American TV show, fucking pretending that he can't walk. There's all these. He looks like the penguin. Like I saw these, that. I just seen that. <laughs> there's all these pictures of his his now wife pushing him around in this wheelchair in a fucking robe and shit like that. Like he's just like the the most idiotic fucking person in history bro Bro. i don't know and author knight is like the most stereotypical british name fucking (laughs) author knight like knight k-n-i-g-h-t author knight like bro like that would be like if a motherfucker came to the usa and named himself like joe racism or some shit (laughs) it is the most stereotypical british fucking name i've ever seen dog author knight Anyway, he 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 t- he's taken the fraud uh, throne from George Santos and that twenty-five uh, year old who was playing JV basketball. <laughs> that we, that we fucking talked about. I forgot about her. Special punching up girls, shit, Hall of talking Famer. shit, bro. Drawing all the attention. Didn't even try to be slick about it, bro. <laughs> Autom- auto- automatic Hall of Famer. All right. Second time um, they played that team, I think, or something like that, too. So they knew what time it was. Come on, man. John went to go see uh, Evil Dead Rise uh, by himself, uh, which is something I also love going to see a horror movie by myself in the in the afternoon when it's still light outside. But <laughs> it, it, we were talking, we talked briefly, and then we said it would be a good, one, a good topic for, for this episode about what is the ideal movie experience like what's the best movie experience you could go have by yourself and i john talk talk us through what you love about going to go see a horror movie by yourself i love horror movies because you feel all the feels A, a a good horror movie is the best experience to me because you're frightened you know there's always some love stories in there you know it can be emotional you feel all the emotion so if it's written well it's it's the best experience you can have it's the problem with horror movies is they're never good anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's very few I've seen. I think, like, Daughter was the last, like, you know what I'm saying, good horror movie I saw where I was like, wow, this is a great, great horror film. I mean, most of them end up laughing. Like, Evil Dead Rise, like, I ended up laughing a lot of it. It'd be, they become comedies that get so so gory or so ridiculous. So, like, yeah, like, the best movie to see alone to me, I love I love going to movies alone, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even sleep in this one. I usually get a little five-minute naparuski in that motherfucker, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, the best naps you can get are in a movie theater. Didn't even sleep in this one. It's it, it, just a stinker. I was just laughing at how ridiculous it was. But 
If if that when 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 a movie when a when a horror movie is figured out, it's by far the best experience to me. And I used to hate horror movies until like it clicked to me. Like, oh, these are I see, you know, it, 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 I get it. I still think about the one time it was like a fucking Wednesday afternoon in the summer. I was off and I went to see Isle of Dogs, um, the Wes Anderson stop yeah, motion yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High as hell. <laughs> I had goddamn just you know I went to the wing spot high as hell you know mushed out there went to that shit watched it that was like my favorite fucking movie experience i was in that motherfucker high as hell alone emotional as hell because it's a really fucking emotional movie right, right right right. yeah so that was like my favorite movie going experience man i think as a as a solo i'm with john because that's always my favorite like just like a 1 p.m the kids are at school i'm gonna go see a horror movie like you said you get out of it you feel like you went through something a little bit but then right. like the sun's still shining. I'll go on about my day. You know what I mean? Like, I, I appreciate that. And then in a group setting, and at, first of all, going to see a movie by yourself, if if anyone listening to this has not done that, that's oh, my it's my favorite shit to do, bro. It's it's a, that's so elite. <laughs> bro, I'm going to be honest with you, too. Going to get a meal by yourself, too, is great. And a lot of times, I'll get a meal and eat in my car with the windows down. You know what I mean? Like, turn on some music. It's a hell of experience and if the if the vibes are good you eating outdoors by yourself peaceful as fuck bro it's a good experience and no motherfuckers be climbing folks but yeah doing shit by yourself is, is a vibe g that's why they always they always uh, have those videos on social media that's like this old man was eating by himself and these like obnoxious young people came to keep him company and it's like bro do not <laughs> i was happy until you came lunch. here with your camera <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying for some likes nigga you my know wife what I mean? is still alive she is hanging out with her friends and right. i'm eating lunch by myself because it's this what is, i want to do right this I'm is not the, the one old time man i get up. peace this one time i get peace and you interrupted me <laughs> motherfucker if you don't take your ass over here and leave me alone with this motherfucking chicken club all right golly <laughs> crazy <laughs> and it's french onion dip you know what i mean like right. go on about your shit but yeah I, I think like best to me like the reason i like uh, uh horror films too is because like you you could you leave the movie like like the ring bro i that that set with me for like three days you know what i'm saying like i feel like I, it shifts me for a little bit, and I gotta work to get back to who I was prior to that movie. You know what I mean? Like that's why I think horror, because you get so captivated, you get so connected to these characters. You're rooting for them. It's not like a love story where, like, you know, you're rooting for them to find love. You're rooting for this human to stay alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just, it's a, it, it, it taps into something different for some reason. But. The ring, the ring fucked me up enormously. And we went, I went with my two best friends in high school. I think it came out our senior year of high school. We went to go see it at the. Um, if anyone's from Long Beach or Southern California, we went to see it at the Lakewood Pacific where people always get shot. And we saw the shit at midnight and we walked out and it was like everyone else had left before us. So like the parking lot's completely empty at the oh, mall. Man. You know what I mean? Bro. So it's a big That's ass like, parking lot. Y'all was y'all left a horror film and stepped into a horror film. <laughs> right. And it was like two <laughs> o'clock in the morning and we fully were like, yeah, let's just I'll just let's just all walk you to your car. <laughs> And then you and then can drop drive us off you to yours. <laughs> Perfectly cool. You know what I mean? Perfectly normal behavior after a movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, y'all, were, y'all were goddamn terrified at the prospect of someone hopping out of a tube TV from a VHS tape. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, bro. I couldn't even oh, yeah. explain that shit to my kids The ring now. was scary, bro. <laughs> They'd be like, where would she be climbing out of from the TV? It's only this big. Like, right? And what's crazy about the ring is it only had a few moments where it was like, oh, shit. A lot of it was just spooky as fuck. You know what I mean? And that spooky shit, that's what, like the, the jumping out shit, like that scares me in the moment. The spooky shit is what sits with me for the next two, three days. You know what I mean? Did you see Smile, John? No, I didn't see Smile. Should I watch it? I've, I've seen it I like, like it. advertised. Yeah. I liked it. You, I, like you, you know, I'm like a horror movie junkie. Did you know that? I, got I didn't all, know that. I, I got all this Ta- shit over here. I got a my my cousin used to work at AFI. I have a the Nightmare on Elm Street box set signed by Wes Craven. Like I got all oh, kind of wow. shit over here, bro. <laughs> bro, the thing is, like, smile to me. I thought it was supposed to be like stand for something bigger politically or something. No. And so okay, because I was they like, just I don't marketed it that want way because that that's what social okay. media requires to like sell. Okay, your okay, stuff okay, 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 okay. I mean, and there's there, there's 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 some uh, to the extent that it was trying to be. Get out for women was, I think, how it was marketed a little bit. Oh, okay. I thought that I, thought, it, I didn't it, know it, it, okay. it didn't I just succeed. Knew, yeah. I didn't think it, it it pulled that together. But as a just like creepy movie, I it gives you the chills. Yeah, for I'm gonna sure. tap in with it. And the thing with that too is, I don't have to get the okay from Rather because she ain't going. You know what I mean? Like when I when I said I want to go to go to the movie, she was like, "What movie you gonna see?" I said, "Even though I said, oh." Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. What time are you going to be home? 11, 12? You know what I mean? Hey, do what, do what you need to do, brother, because there ain't no way. <laughs> I, I was The Evil Dead Rise in particular has been a real difficult thing in my family. I've seen a lot of other parents talking about this on Twitter, but we have basketball on every night in the fucking house. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, Maya has seen that. At this point, we just hear the first like piano note, and Vinny will like throw a blanket on Maya. Cause it's just she's just like she's like I'm just trying to sit here and color in the living room with my dad and you keep right. having this this demon talking about mommies with the maggots. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> just been whooping her ass. Bro. <laughs> Go back to the Burger King song. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, I want to talk to you, Tyler. Uh, Tyler, you you had uh, you effectively had one of the. Uh, artificial intelligence um chats on as a jenkins and jones guest when you were fucking born one day so can you can you explain to us your interview with the ai attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season this is freddie prince jr and i am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back and joining me once again is the one and only jeff die Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And how uh, you asked it the questions and, and what you thought of its answers. Oh, that motherfucking. Um, I hopped on Snapchat for the first time in like 10 years because I saw that, you know, there were screenshots of them go up, all that shit going around with people talking to the AI. So. I booted up the old Snapchat Rooney and hopped in that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and that shit, bro, it's the it is the worst fucking AI chat bat or chat bot I think I've ever fucking seen. Um it was like I I asked that motherfucker if it listened to Griselda and it was like, no, I haven't. T- tell me what to listen to. I was like, go ahead and peep Whoopty by West Side Gun. This motherfucker said, hey, I just listened to Peep Whoopty by West Side Gun. It's a great <laughs> song. I was like, nigga, you lying. He said, no, I really did. I listened to Peep Whoopty by West also, Side Gun. Also, you dry as fuck, nigga. You sound like Carl Anthony Towns, my nigga. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, dog, I know you lying because it ain't called Peep Whoopty. It's called Whoopty. He was like, and then that motherfucker apologized. I was like, I'm sorry if I gave you the impression I wasn't truthful or some shit. I'm like, <laughs> like, like bro it is the most it is the most spineless apologetic it doesn't take a stance on anything it is just it's it's the it ain't chat gbt chat it's GBT, not a good hang shit, yeah Ch- chat yeah. gbt scares me bro because that shit it is like dog like but that nah, will tell you to leave your wife bro chat gbt is t- there was this dude that uh i think i forget what podcast it was but this, it, it told a guy that you're not in love. He's like, no, I love my wife. He's like, no, you're not. You're <laughs> no, you're just you're settling. You should leave your wife for me. You know what I'm saying? And what? like, it was ask, and it was asking him like, what did what did the what is this? Uh, what is I guess she wanted or I don't know whatever. Um, but um, uh, but she was saying like she wanted a sense of freedom, like you know, like she wanted to feel what it felt like to be human and shit. Like it was, bro. It was some really very. It was something you would not want a AI to say. You know what I mean? Unpro- like that's wild to hear an AI speak in a very human way. You know what I mean? It was Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like man. that. Scary scary shit. ChatGPT like is some hey, that's Maybe ChatGPT just been shrinking. You know what I mean? And was like <laughs> I'm going to just start dispensing life advice willy-nilly. Is that on Bing or is that on Google? Like there's a Google chat which I heard was trash and I think ChatGPT is on actually Bing which is funny cuz nigga who got Bing, dog? Like Bing is the fucking worst, bro. <laughs> Bro, bro, Bing is bro. 
And B, B, you'll look up, you'll be trying to look up directions to a restaurant and it'll just be like, here's a restaurant in Maine. Like, (laughs) thanks. Bing is like Apple when it comes to suggesting music. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Bing is. Like, you know, you ask for a restaurant, it gives you Applebee's because it's a restaurant, not because it's (laughs) anything you actually would ever have tried or have, you know, suggested that you tried. It's crazy. But I heard they're, they're, I think that's the the chat bot they have, which is supposed to be the best, best AI chat bot. Um, Tyler, you asked the Snapchat AI about uh peanut butter and jelly and rats versus squirrel care do you care to report back from what the robots think on these seminal issues um the <laughs> that lying ass fucking robot he, he was team peanut butter which i don't think is really a win for y'all because that's that's the worst fucking chat bot there is i've i've, I've won enough on that in that conversation bro i don't need the chat bot y'all can it's okay man it's okay. But, no, but 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 he refused to take a stance on on the rat versus squirrel debate he gave me just giving me the political question answers you know uh he you know yeah uh, you know they're both adapted for different environments and we need to appreciate yeah, our yeah. biodiversity motherfucker i, I do not care oh about any of that. Oh my god. Was he like, worried he was going to lose the rat? That was a vote? don't like, Bro, like, what, like, like, what was he worried about? Compare eras, we can't compare eras as answer, bro. Get the hell out of here with that, G. George Mikan dominated his era. That's all we can right, evaluate. Right. You can only play who you're in front of. Who's in front of you? Get the fuck out of here, man. Nasty. All right, fuck artificial intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not replacing anything. All right, they coming uh, for us though. No, they they based on not the Snapchat, but Chabby GBT. God bless us all, man. You mm. I, I, I think it was Radio Lab. I'll send y'all the pot. I'll send it to you. I don't know. I like. I think that it's coming in ways that people aren't expecting, right? Like the the um, the smart algorithms and stuff like that. Like that stuff already is like like if you live in a big city, the traffic lights in your city are basically have been wired through an AI probably for five years. You know, like yeah, yeah. I think that stuff's coming. I have a very locally in person specific job. Chat GPT is not going to a high school football game. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, I hear you on that, but I'm going to tell you this. One, there was a, I was just talking to, I, I did that pod with Rather, right? Where they were talking about, you know, like, you know, signals of the future and stuff. And there was a particular thing where this, these people, there was like an AI bot or whatever they created. And these people that, that don't have a lot of human interaction were interacting with the bot and it kind of, started to rely on the bot as in like like friendship you know what i'm saying that's what they they were you know a certain group of people that were lonely and they like changed the software updated the software and it wiped away like the information that the, the ai bot had that kind of created the ai bot's personality in quotations you know what i'm saying and the people had felt real loss real heartbreak like the bot had helped them through like you know somebody had passed in their life and so they were saying things to the bot that they didn't feel like they just say to humans and, and it kind of had helped them through. And so we can say that, bro. But like, what's crazy is as a regular nigga who thinks AI is weird hearing that and feeling happy that these people had that bot right. and hoping that they get it back. It's like, wow, like I, I'm feeling emotional about the loss I, that they I, had and I can't, and I've never done any, I can, you know, I've never, I can't relate to that action in any way. Right. But I think that's a good example of how like it, it can be used to, expand the access to services that not everyone has either physical um, ability to receive or the the money to afford. But yeah. I don't know anyone who can afford therapy who would choose an AI therapist over a person. You know what I but mean? But in like, America, a lot of people can't afford therapy. That shit is right. expensive. So like, 
if AI is available, that probably will be more used in actual humans because the 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 inexpensive, you know, part of it. You know what I mean? The the the, the accessibility part of it. So, yeah, G. I mean, I think I think it's coming. And it's going to be much more uh, prevalent, you know, in social ways than we than we can imagine. Now, you know, after hearing that, you know, I mean, I'm like, wow, like. I, I think I it's, it's going to be prevalent in tech ways as well, because one thing I've seen is I've seen a lot of like software developers like, yo, chat GPT knows his shit. Like, oh, no, no. I, I I mean, I think we all know that. I'm just saying like socially, I like, like that's what Mike was, was, was referring to in, in like tech ways. Like it's been in our um, uh, lights and all that stuff, you know, the, the stoplights and stuff. But socially is where like, you know, it's I think it's going to be more prevalent than we think and i think that's where the fear comes from and a lot of people is like mm -hmm. it'll be a part of our social lives interacting oh, similar there's, to there's, her there's you know fear I mean? there's fear in the tech sector too because like that like i said there's they're like yo this fucking bot knows how to program how to develop software if they can actually implement it we might be out of jobs like there's concern with that yeah 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 yeah, that, yeah for sure for I sure think, i think the, the, like, the flip side of that from yeah. what i've heard is that it has also helped a lot of people who are more like bottom rung coders and programmers do their job more efficiently and mm -hmm. so yeah. that like because it, it's not likely that people these companies especially as companies get bigger and bigger and there's fewer of them they're not likely to turn their stuff over to ai code they're going to want people who are using it as a tool or something so i've seen that argument that it's like most big technological jumps it benefited rich people first and then trickled down like electricity, cars, trains that it was like upper class stuff that sort of worked its way into uh, civilization at large. Right. And that this might be one of the first technological things, kind of the way that the internet was where no, 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 it's pretty open access to it. And so people who are on the bottom rung economically of these big companies are able to use it. You know what I mean? And not necessarily be replaced by it, but just that it makes their life easier. I don't know. I guess uh, I think, you can make I argument think, to me in either direction about that. It makes sense that certain jobs will become obsolete, at least to humans, and they'll be done by robots. But there will be a human that needs to handle, you know what I'm saying, and you know, and program and, and, and watch that AI. But I think that the amount of jobs it probably takes is probably going to be more than the jobs that are going to be available in order to manage, you know, the AI that is taking those jobs. So. I think that's happened in, in, in the big jumps. It curated the jobs, but I don't think, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Let's award our- But my fear is not like the, the job, like, you, I mean, because they, cause they make, they, they have AI can make music. You know what I'm saying? My fear is not in that type of shit or like art. You know, I don't really fear that, but I just, I fear like them becoming such a, like- You fear socially, what it means to be human meaning less. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think the real fear is. Like losing a job, like you said, every every tech, like you said, every tech jump. That that's. But I mean, AI. Like when something is artificially intelligent, not just as a robot. This is something that mimics humanity. Like that, like you said, that makes being a human feel a little less when you can interact with something that's not human in a very human way. You know what I'm saying? Has AI ever told a funny original joke? I don't. I don't. Hey man, if you ain't funny, y'all can't fuck with you too. So maybe that's the maybe maybe that's the that's the you know. <laughs> All right, uh, before that shit reminds yeah. me of reminds me of how that robot roasted the fuck out of Will Smith and 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 our robot is like uh, when, when Will told the robot can create a symphony or 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 or, or, yeah. or paint a masterpiece or make yeah. a poem that that's timeless and the robot just asked him motherfucker can you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all remember that scene? Yeah. That's what that scene was. Was that Sonny that yeah. asked him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, um, we we're, we got to award our first weekly uh, Dookie Butt of the Week. A uh, very easy decision this week. Uh, no competition for Phil Jackson is having the dookiest <laughs> butt of the week. First um, ballot Dookie Butt. <laughs> first ballot. He gets the golden role of Charmin uh, as his award for being our first Dookie Butt. Um, you know, look, as someone who grew up idolizing Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, and as a Lakers fan who he came and obviously won the championships, I have to admit, like, this to me is the benefit of removing some of the gatekeepers in media because Phil Jackson was always painted in the newspaper as an intelligent, emotionally sensitive, highly revered, progressive yeah. guy who was able to help in a compassionate way these superstars sort of get over the hump with themselves. And I think the first crack in the armor was when he made the posse comment about LeBron mm. that I think mm. all of us who are capable of translating those kinds we of We smelt words. the stink on it. We smelt the stink right. on it. You know what I mean? But um, it really made me, honestly, I, as mad as I was at him, it made me really mad at the image of this dude that I was presented with throughout my entire childhood when it turns out that he comes out and says, oh, the NBA is against racism, I'll never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, w- I won't say I-, I couldn't believe because Phil's been telling us who he is for years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just, you know, that, that commentary he made about how he he stopped watching NBA after the bubble because he was like, you know, all the social messages and all that. And, you know, he took the old tired ass stance of, you know, pe- uh, sports aren't supposed to be political. People don't want poli- politics and sports. Politics have always been a sports motherfucker. And for one, we know very well <laughs> from paying attention to the, you know, um, Colin Kaepernick situation that when when white people say what uh, people don't want um, you know, politics and sports, that means they don't want black people, black people speaking out in sports. That's Big all facts. that fucking means. Big That's facts. all that means, right? So, I mean, you know, like you said, that the stink been on Phil for a while, and it for sure started with that posse comment, and you know, like I tweeted out, bro, I was like, when Phil said that posse shit, a lot of black people tried to tell y'all, this is the way a white person who doesn't like black people speaks. And, yep. you know, we got shouted down about that. People were telling us we were sensitive. The racism experts, you know, who are fucking white people who never experienced racism, but will hop out there to tell you that it doesn't exist, you know, hopped all <laughs> on that. And that posse comment rubbed us the wrong way because... We all know the connotation of it, right? I think where 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 a lot of people lost sight of it is is a, it's an outdated term. You know, feel old as fuck, but we're old as fuck too. We're eighty babies who grew up in the nineties when that term was popular, and we mm-hmm. know that you know when you hear like an old white person say a group of young black people are are, are is, is a posse, especially black athletes, right? It's the connotation that this is a group of you know freeloaders, stragglers, and he said that about LeBron's friends about the most fucking successful group of friends in sports, right? So if like if there's no discernment in the way you see black men, if 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 Bron's crew of wildly successful, you know, businessmen, right? Businessmen. 35-year-old businessmen are the same to you as a bunch of, you know, teenage freeloaders. Like if you have no discernment in the way you see black men, you don't see them as individuals. What the fuck do we call that? Everybody you know a nigga to him, bro. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And I mean, it's, it's, it's just like when they say thugs instead of saying nigga. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think maybe the thing is he's just been such a fucking fraud for so long. Maybe the media didn't pick up on it because he was so fraudulent with this zen shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And talking about shit and all these fucking riddles and all that. And we just assumed it was smart because he was winning. You know what I mean? But he might have been full of shit the whole time. That's how it's seeming. You know what I mean? I mean, the, 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 speaking in the way he's speaking now, you know, I don't think that just developed in his old age. You know, he's been feeling it right. for a while and he's and it's finally coming out. You know what I mean? As someone um, who knows so. old white people who are not racist, I do think there's this almost like low expectations where it's like, well, once you get old, you become X, Y, Z. Like you become yeah, conservative, yeah, no. you become racist or whatever. Like, no, if you think that way at 60, you thought that way at 40, which means you were coaching the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s. And to you, those dudes were, as long as I don't talk about what it's like to be black, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Bro, he, he flat out said in like 1999 that, that there is an attention span problem with young black men because they listen to too much rap. And, yeah, I, saw, and, I, I, yeah, I read like, that. I read he's that. He's been yeah. this dude for a while, bro. And the thing is, this is kind of the the normal trajectory of the the 60s, 70s hippie. They turn into fucking Fox News boomers, you know, once they once they get older. This is 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 normal shit. You know what I that, mean? So that that rap comment almost mimics racist comments of like black people's brain development in the fuck during slavery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that is some Eugenic that's shit. some yeah. that you know you feel me? That is some. That is some wildly that comes from wildly racist roots, you know what I mean? So dog, like, yeah, he got the yeah. I, mean, I, rem- I, I, I remember when the Lakers were playing the Suns in the series, and he hopped out there in some interview and was like he was supporting a fucking Republican pushed like anti immigration act in Arizona. I'm like, bro. You're supposed to be this Native American spirituality. We're just inheriting this land from our children. We don't. This doesn't belong to us. And you're for strict borders and, and fucking deportation. I'm like, this motherfucker is a fraud. Like, I knew it back <laughs> then, bro. Yeah, like, so, yeah, like like y'all said, man, the stink been on Phil for a minute, man. Fuck that nigga, dog. Stink from Period. a dookie all in your butt, Phil <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you. Dookie butt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I ain't never seen a motherfucker who is so slim and has, like, such a wide back like Phil Jackson. <laughs> that motherfucker fuck look like his shoulders got put on backwards <laughs> it's like when he walks his backstroke <laughs> motherfucker built like johnny bravo fuck bill jackson man <laughs> fuck that right. dude, man colonel sanders a- looking motherfucker dog. <laughs> that's all the time we got uh and just a reminder sundays wednesdays live after the nba games will be live you can tap in or uh, catch us the next mornings in your podcast platforms thanks for listening to Our second Silly Billy episode, and we'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.